Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. to the Lazy Geeks. Here are two guys coming from your mom's bedroom, Sapien and Nomad. Yeah! Oh, man. <laughs> Hey, why did you name this a gamer's death? I hadn't, I don't know. It was just a title. Oh, the yeah, the tenth, yeah, that's kind of where I pulled it from. So, I was going to say, you know, my Johnson, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I like to talk about a very serious topic. <laughs> my Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it real because I want to keep it real. You understand what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> is half bad. Yeah. All, right. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm just bringing up Frontierville. <laughs> uh, Let's do it, motherfucker. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of The Lazy Geeks. Yeah. I'm your host, Nomad. I'm Sapien. What up, all? Uh, what's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? It's like we're all pumped up before, and now we get to this. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. And we peaked early. <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I heard that. <laughs> I agree with what you just said. That probably is the first time you heard that. Um, no, I'm kind of depressed. I'm I'm literally depressed right now because of because of the recent news about uh the Indiana Jones um yeah going into 3D. I mean George George Lucas is basically raping everyone pretty much. And the fact that you know he has to get Steven Spielberg to go along with it it's just like really <laughs> really come on Steve. <laughs> Let's go. Hand in hand through the tulips. Come on. We'll make more money than we ever thought we would. Why? Fuck him. Why would you? I mean, ugh. 
It's getting ridiculous now because you know that they're not. Ju- it's not just going to be 3D. They're going to put some obscure video <laughs> clip or something that no one's ever seen. So diehard fans are going to go buy it, and he's going to make even more money. And that's what it's about. Yeah. It's money. And it, it's it, yeah, it's a complete money whore now. So it's just it's not even it's not even a money whore now. It's just a whore. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. It's just. Uh... I'm happy I got that off my chest. Yeah. It was weighing heavily on you, I could tell. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> so, um, I don't know if you actually saw it, but, you know, apparently, you know, we have evidence of time travelers now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did see this shit. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Uh, in case you've been living under a rock the last two days, um, apparently, uh, on the movie, the DVD, The Circus, there is a special feature that feature at, uh, Charlie Chaplin's The Circus, done in the, uh, like 1928, I think. Something like that. And, uh, they have a feature on, a special feature on the disc, which shows the Hollywood, um, Man's Chinese Theater in Hollywood, uh, premiere. Now, apparently, in the background while the camera's rolling, just before the dissolve, there is a ver a woman or a very ugly woman, I might mm-hmm. add, or a man in drag. I'm not, you know, it is Hollywood after all. Uh, holding something to her ear and talking into it. So apparently, people have concluded that it is a time traveler because that person is talking on a cell phone, right? Because it couldn't be anything else. I'm, no, that's it, the only logical conclusion. Exactly. You know, um, <laughs> even the even if you've watched the full clip, and I'm not talking about the little clip, like you know, just the actual picture. If you watch the full clip with the the uh, Belfast dude uh, talking about it's holding in the proper position that it looks like it has to be a cell phone. He even uses his own smartphone to show that yeah. particular the, the particular way you would hold the phone. Because we don't know how you would hold a cell phone to your ear. Exactly. So luckily we have this man from Belfast <laughs> who is explaining to us how <laughs> to hold the cell yeah, phone. Because we're all stupid, you know. Yeah. We're all we're all pretty dumb. We don't yeah. get it. And <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean. My big question is not the fact that there's a time traveler, but if it is a time traveler, what fucking provider do they have? Yeah, I need to get set up with them because if it's like our signal is so strong, we span the space-time continuum. <laughs> I know. I can't even get a call from my house. Straight up. <laughs> and it's like this person can actually break through space and time and actually communicate with someone in the future. Dude, I'm over here at the Charlie Chaplin premiere. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh my god! I oh my god! I think they caught me on camera. Holy crap! I hope they dissolve before this. You know, it's just that's another thing is that if you were a time traveler and you and it was a cell phone, obviously they had seen Star Trek <laughs> and they know the not direction. to pollute the time. Yeah, exactly. Don't pollute the timeline. So they're not going to walk in front of a camera <laughs> holding a cell phone. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just like. The only logical conclusion would be that it's a cell phone. And why would, why, who would you be calling? I mean, couldn't this person just particularly be a whack job? I mean, it is Hollywood after all. Yeah, or maybe like she was just holding like something around that size and she's trying to coyly cover her face. Can you say coy like that? Coyly? Coyly? Um, I guess. Yeah, whatever. We're going to do it. You know, <laughs> I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna, right. you're, you're gonna go with that? <laughs> yeah. Like maybe she's trying to sheep, sheeply? Sheeply? Maybe she's trying to yeah. discreetly, discreetly Sheepish. cover her face from the freaking camera. 
Like it was the twenties, right? Didn't didn't yeah. most people think that it was sucking their soul or something to get their picture taken? That is true. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh but you know, I mean it's you can only I I don't know. I mean to me it's just kinda like anyway, to sum it up, it's it's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious the the woman does not have a cell phone. Yeah, I mean it it, it does kind of look like that when it's pointed out, but in a passing like, oh, that's funny because you don't. No one automatically is going to assume that someone from the twenties has a cell phone. Exactly. Mm. Any case, I mean that's one of the few things that piss me off. But um, you know there. <laughs> I've been noticing lately that there's so many things that are pissing me off lately. <laughs> That's the truth, man. I, uh, you know, like one of the biggest pet peeves is people that talk on their cell phones on the bus. And, and it's not some, like at this particular juncture in our lives, uh, <laughs> Sapien and I are, are vehicle challenged. So we have to, I'm just broke. <laughs> I'm living, I'm living it lovely on the bus because I don't have to worry about nothing. Uh, but you get people that also use public transportation and when they talk on their cell phone, they, because apparently they have difficulty hearing the person on the other line. They assume that the person on the other line has difficulty hearing them when they're basically saying, so like last week I was dating this whore. And, uh, oh, she was doing dirty stuff. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, really? Do you have to? Remember the other day when we were taking, we were yeah. taking the bus? There's a dude giving his phone number <laughs> on there. And I look over at, uh, Sapin and I started laughing and I wanted to shout out, Hey, can you say it again? I didn't quite get it. <laughs> it <was> awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. And then old people that pay by check. That, you know, no, seriously, real quick. What the hell century do you live in? Like, I know you're, I know you're old, but you own a calendar, right? Yeah. You know you're in the 20. Nobody uses checks for that. Like, and were you saying the latest time it happened to you? Um, they didn't even have a pen. Yeah, like the, you have the audacity to carry a checkbook with you in 2010. Yeah. But you don't have a pen. The, the lady pulls out a folded check that she had taken out of her checkbook and put it in her purse, but did not bring a pen and expected the lady behind the counter. The lady behind the counter is like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't have a pen. Um, we don't get very many people that write checks. Basically taking a dig at the old lady, say, basically telling her you're <laughs> a douchebag. <laughs> you want to write a check. And what was she probably buying? She's probably buying a piece of candy or she something. Was, it was, it came out to like 20 some odd bucks. But, Stupid. Oh my God. Like I'd, I'd, I'd let it pass <laughs> if it was like in the hundreds. <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, but use a debit card. They're fun. They're really uh, fun. My 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 all time favorite is people who try a million credit cards until they find one that actually goes through. <laughs> Someone's a shopaholic. <laughs> wait wait wait! I got another one. Wait 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 wait! Twelve cards later, there we go. It was the debit card all yeah, along. Yeah, that one actually worked. Or oh oh oh, my favorite one is people that go to a fast food restaurant, say McDonald's or something like that, and think it's like the first time they've ever been there. Oh, staring at the menu. menu dude. I want to... Um, and they're thinking like it's an SAT question or something. Uh, they're like, uh, uh, what, what What comes in the chicken nuggets? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it chicken? Or so, what? Somebody asked recently, I was at McDonald's, I'm trying to get a 10-piece, man. This dude asked, he goes, are the chicken nuggets all white meat? How do you not know chicken nuggets are all white meat? They've only been saying it for the past. How long have chicken nuggets been all white meat? It's been about a, at least a year or two now. Jeez, man. 
<laughs> oh my god. What comes in your salad? Uh, salad, asshole. That's what comes in. Oh man. Alright. Well, I think we've kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, she named off like everything I thought of. <laughs> Dick. Uh, uh, I think it's time we had, we go ahead and take a look at the news. So, apparently this week, Sci-Fi Channel has greenlit a backdoor pilot for the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, for a new Battlestar Galactica prequel entitled Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome. Uh, it's a badass name. It is, it is. Hence, in the same week that they actually cancel Caprica. <laughs> so, kind of, uh, I mean, we saw it coming. Yes. But it's kind of sad. The mo- that show was cool. The show was cool. I mean, the writing and the, the acting were great. But the characters I thought were too flawed. Like, you know, there was there, yeah, a little overly flawed. Yeah. There were really no likable characters. Even even the chick that became the first Cylon was a bitch. You didn't yeah. you didn't like her. She was hot, but she was a bitch. Um but uh the the new series is gonna focus on Adama again, just yeah. out of the academy during the tenth year of the Cylon War. So they said it's supposed to be like a, a war action adventure. Uh, type series. The pilot is supposed to be released, I think, the end of 2011 or early 2012. And, uh, it's supposed to be, uh, uh, really intense. And they're looking to get the same guy that played, uh, Adama in Razor. Yeah. So, because that guy was really he good. He did a good he job. He did a really good job. There were times where he was talking, I thought it was Edward James almost. So, a badass in his own right. Yeah. Which actually is cool because they could even do like a flash forward episode and actually have Edward yeah. James almost back in there. So this should be interesting. I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to this one. I am sad about Caprica, but um But I think this blood and chrome bit is gonna be good too because a lot of complaints that people had about Caprica was that no its pacing was too slow, there was no acting because it was a completely different it was a completely different show. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, Blood and Chrome is going to fill that void. Exactly. And um, I, I have high hopes for this, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And plus, I'd like to see the original Cylon War. I mean, I think all yeah. would like to see that. So that that I, I think should be really – I'm look, definitely looking forward to that. So set your DVRs for late 2011, <laughs> early 2012. Does it go that far? <laughs> I don't know, but we'll see. We'll yeah. try, you know. um, also news this week was uh, – Apparently, some uh, w- news has leaked out about Star Trek II, uh, or some are calling it Star Trek The Next. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, apparently, it was announced this week that Khan will not be the main baddie for the upcoming sequel. Um, the, the thing was is that, you know, at, and when people like – when this becomes news, is because the rumor mirror has worked in overdrive so long that – Khan has been this the logical progression since the movie I think was just being released. I think it's just because everyone wants to see Khan. But how to me it's one of those issues of following the original movie series because the second movie of the original uh crew was The Wrath of Khan. The problem I have um with it is if you if you really pay attention, Khan is mad at Kirk. Because he did something to him previously. Yeah. Now, the way they did this reboot is Khan has, or I'm sorry, Kirk has just become the captain. He hadn't yeah. done anything previously. It would basically be Space Seed, which was the episode in the 60s that introduced Khan. Yeah. All so over we're going to make a movie out of Space Seed? I mean, yeah. come on, you know? Um, although. At least, at least pick that movie where everyone got drunk. <laughs> or that episode was bad, man. Now, apparently somebody. 
that was apparently close to the production Ooh. gave uh, five p- potential characters, but said one of them is in the five that they listed because they wouldn't go on the record to say who it was. It's multiple choice. Yes, you know, <laughs> let's play a game. <laughs> you know, so uh, the, some of the characters that they mentioned um, were Harry Mud, which I don't see. Harry Mudd, you know, he just, he was, you know, he was a, I mean, aside from being a space pimp, you know, he was, <laughs> yeah. you know, he had the Mudd's women, the chicks and stuff like that. Um, Trelane could be interesting. That would, that would be cool. Because, you know, he was kind of the pre- predecessor's Q. And uh, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that might be cool. The Telosians, which I'm not exactly sure about, those big-headed people that took Pike, you know, yeah. the, not really sure about that, because it was really more of a Pike story than it was Kirk. I think Pike is kind of done now. Yeah. Didn't we wrap him up in yeah. the first movie? Yeah. Well, we wheeled him out. In, in. Ooh, too soon? <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, Pike. <laughs> well, the P- Pike goes on the captain a different ship, doesn't he? No. He becomes an admiral. He becomes. Oh, an admiral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Star Trek yeah. fans. I'm shamed for even yeah, doing see. that. He's gonna. Um, there's also the Horda, which was that lava thinging in the. Uh, I don't really see as being a big villain. It's really a TV show kind of villain. Yeah. All, um, the one thing that did catch my interest was Gary Mitchell. I thought that was kind of interesting because Gary Mitchell was in the the second pilot of of uh, Star Trek, the where no man's gone before. He was. Kirk's Academy buddy, and um, he's the one that when they went – if you don't remember the episodes, like this first Kirk episode where they go into um, uh, the Great Barrier and then him and uh, Elizabeth Daner get these powers that – Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they almost – That's a badass episode. Yeah, it's almost Q-like powers, and yeah. then he becomes, uh, he becomes self-indulgent in those powers and – Starts to threaten Kirk, and Kirk in the end has to kill him and and kill him on Delta Vega. Just so you know, wasn't close to Vulcan. <laughs> no, and it was a planet, it, not a moon. Yeah, it was a planet far, far away. <laughs> um, uh, that was the only problem I had with the Star Trek movie was um, they just they just let's just name drop something yeah, that just, everyone will know. Let's just put it completely somewhere yeah, else, which was a desert planet. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's serious. It's like completely different. Yeah. Well, we're gonna make it like the North Pole. You know, it's like they they might as well have just said Earth is actually the uh, the home planet of the Romulans. <laughs> you know, just just to switch things up, <laughs> just just jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what they should do in the next next movie? Well, wait, was that the list? Yeah, that was the list. Okay, well, what they should do in the next movie is introduce a major um another major uh alien civilization. I think- they introduce the Vulcans. Let's move on to well, they introduced the Vulcans and the Klingons. Well, no, they didn't. They didn't. No, they didn't really touch on the Klingons. Touch on the Klingons. Um, they didn't even show them. In the remember, there was the deleted scenes where they. Yeah, uh, I'm so I'm so legit. I'm uh, thinking about the deleted scenes, scenes. <laughs> making up for the whole, uh, uh, you know, making up for the um, the, the time, the time yeah, the, that that whole for thing. Nero, yeah, um, which I think was a really good scene. They should have kept that in. Yeah, there. I mean, Klingons like badass, dude. So I'm thinking that they could probably drop the Klingons in. Which would probably be a cool, good, yeah. good, or um, you know, or reintroduce the Romulans and make it more of a battle sequence because kind of uh, the Klingons should come come first. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they usually yeah, they do. do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends on where they want to go with it because the thing is, is that Kirk now is at a jump off point. Like he's just become captain. So what are we gonna do? You know what I mean? And and it was cool because instead of making it the first. Um, the first experience of him as 
uh, at the captain's chair. Now the second movie is going to be his first film uh, in the captain's chair. So I think that's going to be kind of a, a cool thing, and it really opens up the ballpark. And you know what? They may not even use any of these. You know, so they use something completely different. You know what they could use is um, that one dude who thought he was. Remember that episode? He thought he was Apollo. Oh yeah, it was Apollo, where the Greek god, uh, the gods actually were. I'm going to stretch it even more. I'm going to stretch it even more because it is an alternate timeline. They can actually encounter the Borg. Oh, see now you're just getting ridiculous. Yeah, I don't see. <laughs> no, no, see that? I don't even want to. I don't even want to. <laughs> um, why, why don't we? Why don't we uh, just drop in the friggin' um, who else? Who else can we drop in that's ridiculous? The freaking cook from Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He likes the doctor from Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> the big party. I'm in the nail. Having a good time. But I'm, I'm still, I'm really excited for the second movie. When is it supposed to come out? Uh, still no release date yet. Need a fucking re- release date right now. Yeah. Airy Mud, please. <laughs> Yeah, I hear Google has something cool. Yeah, Google TV has me uh, tickling the ivories. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, this this came out, I think. Well, I don't know. It just it just started. They just started talking about it. Google TV is basically um, it mixes television with internet. It's basically the shit. That's <laughs> what it is. Um, you get this box, or they do have TVs that do it too, but I mean, <laughs> if you're not rich, yeah. you buy this special box, a Google TV box, because of the remote, and you can search the entire web. When I say the entire web, not that bullshit web that you get on the iPad or other devices. <laughs> um, you have Flash support, so like you could play, um, for instance, you could play Flash games like on Facebook, stuff like that. You want to check your cafe world, make sure you're not, make sure you're not burning anything. Go into that. You can do, you get the full web. YouTube, actually YouTube is, um, specially, they have a specially designed YouTube just for the television, so it looks even better full HD. Yeah, cause I was thinking that, you know, I, I saw the, the YouTube, and the problem with is like, when you use YouTube on anything else, the like, picture's so grainy, cause it's always kinda. Yeah, cause I use YouTube on my PlayStation. Yeah. In the browser, and it just looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when you have somebody who barely has anything remotely close to like, 320 you know, know. you're just like what the <laughs> hell was that this is a smooth 115 what <laughs> does he make any sense um also one thing that that had me kind of jones out is uh a new world of apps for your tv yeah. google tv will come preloaded with apps like netflix twitter cnbc pandora napster nba game time amazon video on demand and gallery which i think is their photo app because you can put pictures on this thing starting early next year apps from android market will work on google tv as well and that is fan fucking tastic my friends yeah that is called me an owner of uh of a new droid phone but of course this goes back to when we were talking about the web is dead yeah that whole thing no one's gonna surf the internet anymore you're just gonna go to apps i thought i you know i look at it and because it is integrated like that i'm thinking maybe it's just the the natural evolution you know well yeah i mean everybody wants things to be simple you know I mean, think about it, not to get into a rant or anything, but everything starts off complicated. Like computers weren't very nice to use back in the day. Yeah. Now they're so integrated in our lives that the average person has to use it too. Yeah. One thing I thought was cool is you can use – if you have an Android phone, you can use it as a remote control. So if you have an Android phone, 
you could you could like completely mess with your friends. Yeah. Like, you just they're watching TV right at that pinnacle moment. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I thought that too because I thought you know the phone is remote control. That's kind of cool, but only if you want to fuck with people. <laughs> that's really that's really. Well, it, no, I mean, know? what if you can't find the remote? You always know where your damn phone is. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, um, I'm I'm loving the fact that yeah you can watch TV and view the web at the same time. You yeah, know? that's ridiculous. It's like screen and screen. Yeah. Um, basically, don't think of the device as, oh, I can watch TV and I can use the internet. This is full integration. Yeah. You're not even going to notice that it's different forms of media. It's going to be completely streamed. I mean, you can, you start out and you have like the Google search bar. Now you could search for something on the internet, just like Google, or you could put in like Big Bang Theory and it will say it's on this channel and you can go to it. Yeah. It's, ridiculous like, seriously this is this is the future i like the home page too where you can set up all your favorite channels it kind of uh, reminds me it reminds me of like the default screen in google chrome yeah like when you open a new yeah, tab and it, it shows you all the places the, that you've yeah. been at yeah i that that is cool and that i i thought that too and to be honest though i i'm i'm not, i'm thinking maybe it might be a little late just a little bit because i have seen tvs with like uh, Sony and Samsung and Vizio having apps already integrated in there. Yeah, but this is going to have all the apps from the Android store available. I mean, come on. Yeah. That, that's a win-win right there. Yeah. The only thing is, is people need to know it exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we don't people, have a price on that yet, huh? They, I didn't see a... I don't think so. I didn't see a price on the website either. Oh, one cool thing you could do is... Well, obviously, you can use Netflix and Amazon Movie On Demand. But, Pandora. Um, yeah, you can fling a video to yourself. So if you're watching like a video on YouTube or whatever, or you're looking at a website on your Android phone, you can send it automatically to your TV from your phone. Oh, so yeah. you just take it back and you're like, uh, oh, this chick is doing things that are illegal in 38 states. <laughs> Boom, and you can show everybody in the house. But, you know, because that's something that needs to be shared. Well, that's his wife. What? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what else? Is there anything else interesting? Um, oh, one thing that kind of, eh, but they'll probably change it later, is that if you right now if you have Dish, um, Dish Network, that's yeah. their full name, right? Um, it has integration with the DVR. You can or um, fail satellite company. That's <laughs> what can, like you can record stuff right from the Google TV and stuff. I mean that's cool for you know the five people that have Dish, but it kind of bothers me like oh wait so if you have Time Warner or if you have Comcast or Charter well, you might even. Even with DirecTV, you know, DirecTV through Android has the DirecTV app. So if you need yeah, to... Yeah, so, so I mean, eventually... It will integrate with other ones, I'm sure. Basically, there's a few other things. If you want to check it out, go to www.google.com slash TV. Uh, full, full details right there. Also, I just want to say um, the only competition for Google TV is Apple TV. So I think Google TV will be didn't, fine. Didn't they fail once? And they're trying they it again. Want, and they're trying it again typical, too. Typical Apple fashion. They like to fail multiple times, my friend. And they're failing the second time <laughs> currently. <laughs> There's a stupid because it's basically just it's basically just iTunes on your TV. Yeah. It's, it has nothing to do with this. This is this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like if it had you know, I'm not even gonna get anyway. <laughs> yeah, we might I'm gonna say something real dirty and I'm just not gonna say it. Yeah, you might we're we're on iTunes now, so you might wanna you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love you, uh, uh, <laughs> all right well um we've uh reached our first break so when we come back we will jump into some main topics got uh two good conversations uh lined up and uh, a couple of reviews so we'll be right back 
I'm Jack Jackson, and I approve this message. Jack Jackson. Strong, virile, handsome, but with a tremendously small penis. Well, that's what his prostitute girlfriends all said. Wait, what? Jack Jackson stands up for the little guy. Not the everyday person. The real little guy. The little guy on the corner of 5th and Lexington? He's the one that supplies him with all his drugs. What the fuck? You've dealt with corrupt officials before, but Jack Jackson takes it to a whole new level. He won't just take anyone's money. He'll only take the highest of the high. Mother! It doesn't even have to be money. It could be a payoff in drugs or women. Even sex. And it doesn't have to be sex with a woman. There was this one time in college... Now wait a second! So if you think your last representative was corrupt, give Jack Jackson a chance. He has no standards, and that's something you can take to the bank. Seriously? Paid for by Jack Jackson's committee to run this bitch. Why did I endorse this again? All right, welcome back. So if any of you actually go to websites and stuff, you know, (laughs) I don't don't know, because, you know, the whole article, the web is dead, you know. I'm not sure people actually go to these things. But um, if you actually uh, peruse. I think IGN has an app. Yeah, I think it does so, actually. Maybe. <laughs> so if you actually peruse the website, um, I found this, uh, really cool article and said, uh, 10 things that are dead to gaming. Um, I know you read it. It was, it was a very, very cool article. Um, it's really good. Yeah. And now I'm not sure if a lot of you are actually old enough to remember arcades or, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, you know, back when it was a gamer pleasure palace. And not just the kids, uh, yeah. play the little kids. Yeah, you know, I, oh god, I loved it when I was a kid. Um, if you haven't checked it out, definitely check it out. It's the 10 things that are dead to gaming on the IGN website. Um, I liked it a lot because it reminded me of how the gaming landscape has changed so much. Yeah. Since like I was a kid. Um, I used to go to Chuck E. Cheese and spend so much time in the arcade. You know, I take, you know, I, you know, rip off a couple bucks from my mom. And uh, go <laughs> and go to the machines and uh, notice how we didn't say ass. Yeah, <laughs> just said rip off. I'm just keeping it real. That's how right. I do it, you know. Right. But um, one of the things I could never figure out was how much the freaking tokens cost. You know how what was the equivalent? Because sometimes if you go to certain machines, like there was a there there used to be well back in the day there was a, a arcade in the mall here, and you put in a dollar, you get five tokens. And you go to places like Chuck E. Cheese. You get four tokens. Oh, no, they used to uh, – some of the arcades used to do that. It was like a, a scheme. Like uh, it was 25 cents for a token. It was one quarter for a token. But if you spend a dollar, they give you an extra token. <laughs> I remember that, um, an arcade I used to go to do that too. Oh, man. But dude, it's like – you know, um, I remember that uh, that uh, now they put in a new uh, – a new arcade over in in the in the the, the Panga Plaza, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but I mean these these arcades nowadays like, are nothing like the arcades. They're like two or three bucks to play a damn game, and yeah. you don't play any longer because they're only designed for people that are just passing by, and they'll play one. And it's not even video games mostly anymore. Although you know what they have over there? They have Rambo. Yeah, I was playing that, I was, and that was kind of I cool. was playing Aliens. I was there playing you go. Aliens, but some of the but old you throwbacks, still, but you, you still know. have to use tokens, though. I mean, it's like, really? Can't you just disperse quarters and we can just drop them in the machine? Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, why can't I use a, a quarter? I don't. Uh, didn't we used to use quarters yeah, back in the day? Back in the yeah. day, drop a quarter in into the machine and That's stupid. Yeah, and uh, then if you never used them all, say like the game you wanted to play required two and you only had one left, were you gonna yeah. break another dollar to go get a couple more tokens and then? You know, so you're always left with the with that crap. 
Uh, well, the reason the reason I see that arcades have kind of moved out is because they still exist in the form of the PlayStation Network, <laughs> and Xbox Live. I mean, if you really think about yeah. it, I mean that is the greatest evolution of an arcade you can think. Oh of. yeah. Um. Oh man, but uh, <laughs> one thing in the article, it did raise a good point that when you were in school, didn't like everybody have that one friend who had an uncle that worked for Nintendo or somebody yeah. in their family yeah. that worked for yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> I think my buddy, uh, I think his name was Mike. He knew somebody that knew somebody that had like a cousin yeah. that worked for Nintendo of America. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, and it was he was the coolest kid yeah, of the week. Yeah. You no know? chicks would want him, but he was, you know. But the geeks were all over that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was thinking that too because when I read that in the article, I started laughing because I re- I remember this dude Scott in uh, junior high. And uh, he said it was like a friend of his uncle and something ridiculous that, yeah. And he says, you know, we have all these, they, they're supposed to have all these cool games and like, you know, Donkey Kong jungle swing off his cock or something like that. I don't know. It's just <laughs> always some ridiculous title. You that, know? Sounds like, that sounds like a game for you, actually. <laughs> actually, I did create that game. It's, nice. It's, it, I play it alone at night. Uh, for some reason, that <laughs> reminded me, I can't remember the name of it, but it reminded me of the obscure um, game from, like, I think the very early 80s. wasn't even Nintendo, where you were a cowboy who had to reach the tied-up Indian chick. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think so. It's like when they were coming out with a lot of sexual games. <laughs> uh, oh my god, yeah. Uh but <laughs> one thing that I that I'm glad that we finally got rid of is um remember when you couldn't demo any games? That was stupid because you would waste a lot of money sometimes. Cuz oh, see, understand, <laughs> you young you young kids. Yeah. We're, we're spoiled now. <laughs> You say there's a lot of crappy games out today. Not really. <laughs> no. More so now is there's epic games, there's good games, and then there's games that give you a little bit of fun, but they're not that great. And every once in a while, there's a really, really shitty game. A fail. Back in, yeah. <laughs> back in the day, especially Nintendo, oh, we're yeah. talking there were a handful of epic games, mostly made by Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> but and they then, had that seal. Yeah, exactly. they had that certification seal. And then there was just shit. It was, <laughs> I mean, you had to go through pi- and check it out. They were what fifty bucks, right? Yeah, there was no fifty bucks a game, and you had no idea that that game was going to be shit. Yeah, because you didn't have, you couldn't download like the um, the PlayStation Network now, where you could just sit there and play a good amount of the game, and then realize whether you want like it or not, or you you know you didn't couldn't go to places like blockbuster or um or a gamefly and rent yeah. the game to try it out and you know it, it was like or you know if you didn't like the game go to gamestop and try to resell it you know but i mean back in the day you read the back you looked at the little screenshots that they gave you and then the description always made it sound so epic like yeah. you know it's like oh this adventure will transport you through time and you will become the leader <laughs> of the roman legion and you'll be slain and then you play and it's like you're like perfect example read the if if you can find it online read the back of the box of zelda 2 for <laughs> nes and it will sound like the greatest game that has ever been created then play the game <laughs> and realize how <laughs> shitty it was oh my god in a week you'll be throwing it at passing cars <laughs> and the sad part the sad part is is that game was so shit but so many people bought it because they had played the original, the first Zelda. They're like, well, this must be good. 
Now, if they could have demoed it, they would have been, eh, I'm not going to play this because <laughs> it sucks. Of course, nowadays, too, sometimes you'll play a demo and it's really epic and then the game's like lame as hell. <laughs> they give you like the, the demo, the demo level is like the one like um, more than halfway through the game and then you got to put up with the bullshit levels. Yes. All <laughs> See, that's the thing. It's like if, they, if they're giving you, I like the demos um, that give you the first level, mm. like you're actually playing the game. If it's a demo where it's a level that doesn't really exist, <laughs> yeah, the game probably sucks. If it says we're in the process of changing this game, make sh- that level is not going to be in the game. Yeah. Oh man, what about cheat codes? Remember those? Remember that yeah. shit? Uh, I used to have to know somebody to either give me the cheat code or rip off again a couple of bucks from my mom and go buy one of those cheat code magazines. I was always the type of person that never really cheated. I, I I had more fun in the challenge, but the one time that I did cheat all the time is when you everyone would do this. You're frustrated one day, and you come home, Grand Theft Auto, <laughs> all weapons. Yeah. I'm going out, baby. Or like- I would do the you know A A A A B B B B Z triangle start. Hop up, up, down on one leg, kick your dog, you know, to get that yeah. to get that one cheat code that'll give you like infinite Mario lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, Mario was cool though. You could do a lot of uh, hacks in the game, like that one. I forget what level it was on, but you could hop. It's a stupid turtle that's coming down. down oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pyramid or whatever, and you just keep slamming on the thing, and it's just ding, 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 ding. Um, and uh, I remember old Star Wars games. If you ever played the old Nintendo Star Wars games, they had password screens. Yeah, and you would just type in that, you know, random letters Q Z Y. You know, and then it'll give you like uh you'll suddenly have like the X Wing fighters available to you, you yeah. know. <laughs> you know it's, uh, I remembered all of those. But then, you know, of course the later on the you know, the magazine companies got sued by all the uh by all the console systems that were yeah, it's like why are you making and that always passwords and you don't want anyone to know that about it. One thing that bugged me too was like they got paid. So basically put those, put those out of business. But it was like, why make them then? What are they for? The, the, the gamer, the control, the, the guy that actually made the game to sit there and go, Oh, watch this. Make them more cool. Uh, remember when you actually had to have like six friends and they actually <laughs> had to come over to your place? Have actually... six friends a problem for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you had to actually have them all come over to your house to play the game if you wanted With to. With the multi-tap. Yeah. I remember oh, those. Man. God, like, or if you had, like, uh, the Nintendo 64, which had two. But then you could get those splitters that'll actually create more like uh, the Xbox had two. <laughs> where you could actually... But then it would get nuts, too. Because yeah. I remember um, the N64, I was playing, we were doing a Mario Kart, like, tournament. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and, because uh, we were cool. <laughs> you have four controllers, four wired How many controllers? controllers? Four. Oh, okay. Don't be a don't be a dick. Don't be that guy. You know what I mean? Is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Hell yeah, I got words. I got words. <laughs> I got words. Anyway, um, yeah, gotta be fucked up. Mario Kart, yeah, yeah, Mario Mario Kart tournament. And since everything was a wired controller, one dude would always would want to get a drink. We're gonna Mountain Dew from the fridge, man. Trip, trip, pull, pull. Everybody's done. <laughs> Nowadays, when your controller disconnects from the network because it's all wireless, yeah. it pauses the game for you. Yeah, it's awesome. that is awesome. <laughs> when you were talking about, you know, like things that, you know, as the technology advances, things got more easier, except the controllers. 
Now the nowadays, remember like the old Nintendo controller? You had A, yeah. B, the D pad, and the Z button. Yeah, but honestly, I mean, once you get it, it's cool because you can control everything. Yeah. But now you have two joysticks, a D pad. The X, the triangle, the circle, the square button, R1, R2, L1, L2, and then don't forget the PlayStation button in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, don't forget now with these motion controllers. We were messing around with that uh, PlayStation Move at the store not too long oh, ago. Oh, yeah, God. That... <laughs> you think it'd be easy? <laughs> it's surrounded with buttons. Yeah. <laughs> when you look at it, you think, okay, hmm, colorful vibrator. But then, you know, you start actually trying to mess with it, and you're thinking, how? okay, you need to this button and then this button and then you got the buttons on the side surrounding the big whatever that symbol button was in the middle you're like okay what the fuck you know jessica chobot from ign yeah the incredibly hot chick that does the daily news was her her her, her thing used to be licking stuff like she licked the psp and and all that crap she stopped doing this like she did this big thing i'm not gonna lick anything anymore i'm retiring the tongue and then she said just to leave you with this she licked some laptop and then, uh, then the PlayStation Move comes out. I'm like, ah, lick one more thing. <laughs> I want to see her lick the PlayStation Move. She knew move. that that was coming out. Yeah, she, oh, knew. she knew. She knew. It. She's like, I got to stop this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, now there's uh, <laughs> online leaderboards. <laughs> Hence why I don't go on <laughs> online to see how epically fa- bad I fail. Because I mean, and when you play with friends, it's whatever. Though. Yeah, because you could play a game. That's what I do. I play with friends. I don't. I don't play with stupid people. Yeah, because you could play a game and be all manly because you got the highest score on SSX Tricky. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're a badass. Yeah, you're a. You know, and then you can go on now. Now with freaking PlayStation the way it is now, and then when you have friends, you can go in and see how many trophies they had. Yeah, you, know, you can go in to see, oh, what games that they played, and you can see all the trophies that they have. I love that trophy. And you know what? I actually use, because I only have a PlayStation, I use a trophy thing to see, like, what games are, are cool to play, too. Like, I was on a buddy a buddy of ours, which I will, will remain nameless. Uh, I wanted to see what he was playing, Plus and I... wanted by the FBI, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, one of our friends. Um, <laughs> I, I look at his trophies, I do the compare trophies... And the games that he has the most trophies with, I'll go check those games out because I like that dude's taste. Mm. So I know, okay, well, he has tons of trophies on um, what game was it? Uh, I forget. Oh, Dante's Inferno. Mm. And then I went and checked it out, and I dug the game. So yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. a good way. But there's really, uh, it's it's really hard to stay anonymous now, you know, because yeah. you know if you, especially if you add friends, it's like they can see your shit. You know, I know you want, man. Let's play some Call of Duty. Yeah, it's like, or sit there and go, dude, you suck. I saw like, <laughs> I saw it on YouTube. I saw it on Facebook. Oh man, I saw this shit on Friendster. I signed up for Friendster. Friendster. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the I think the last point that they made in the article, which I thought was great, and we mentioned this before about like Kid Icarus. You know, you're like at the very end, and then you die, and then that was it. The game was over. And you had to start completely over Mario again. Like yeah, Mario was bad at that. But nowadays you have like the regeneration or the respawn or okay. all that crap. Now you just continue to you keep you can't die now. Yeah, like <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, but if you do, you can start again from the last checkpoint. Yeah. So now or even, there's there's some games like Ratchet and Clank games. You you never die. You just constantly continue. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, it it's. It's cool to a point because I did hate the fact that, like, 
you get three lives and like Mario. Oh god, those were horrible. If you didn't finish the level, you were effed. I knew plenty of uh, the marathon. Let's beat Mario, and people are pausing it all day because yeah. they have to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I gotta go in for surgery, but I don't want to end the game right now. You know, and it, you know. But now, nowadays, I find, especially myself, like when I'm in like Call of Duty, is that I book it as fast as I can to the next checkpoint. Yeah. Especially if you're in a really, really hard level. It's almost like you're running to a medic. <laughs> I don't care if I die, I gotta make it to the thing. Oh, we're good. Don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, you don't have to go through that shit anymore, so. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, it's definitely a great article, and I, I recommend everybody out there should take a look at it, cause, you know, you know, and you, you heard us. It might change your life. It could give you a very deep emotional experience. Or you'll just enjoy it. Yeah, or or you'll just think of, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And then move on, like we always do. Move on with your sad, pathetic life. <laughs> so, now, while I was looking at, at, at perusing the internet, by looking at wow. that. Wow. Yeah, I know. Do <laughs> <laughs> so I have to pay for that $5 word? Yeah, actually, and, and no checks. Um, so... You know, I actually went over to, and I mentioned this on the website that nobody seems to go to, uh, <laughs> that uh, I went over to the the Los Angeles Times because uh, I met, we mentioned the article about uh, the they had with uh, Christopher Nolan, who's a Pam, who's yeah, who and uh, so he mentioned about you know he talked about Batman three and uh, not only you know did we find out the title The Dark Knight Rises. But, you know, he put to bed the rumor about the Riddler, which was so much fan-based rumor that there was no actual foot in the facts. I wanted that shit to be a fact, though. That would have been so badass, yeah, dude. And and the thing, too, is that everybody was saying that even when The Dark Knight came out, people were saying, oh, uh, the Riddler's going to be in the in the next movie. Again, these people had uncles that worked for like Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that told them my sister's baby cousin's mama's <laughs> baby cousin, <laughs> dog's sister's friend. But the one thing that that found me interest that that got me like what was that? Uh, the writer of the article said the um, that the he hoped that the new movie would be the Riddler because it was an obvious choice. I don't really see it as how is that an obvious choice? I, know. I don't. It's like going, I don't understand where the Riddler. I mean, technically, even in um, you know, the Batman. Yeah, in the original Batman movies, the Riddler came in the third film, but that's not an obvious choice. I mean, let's look. Let's let's. One thing that Christopher Nolan is, he isn't obvious. Yeah, let's paint a picture. Okay, the Riddler, Edward Nigma, was uh, um. Like an analyst for the police. Like he would analyze crime scenes because he's a genius. So the only true way to introduce the Riddler, in my opinion, is to have him and another villain. So at first he's chasing the other villain, but then you start to find out that he's a villain. That's, yeah. to me, that's the only way to do it. Yeah. And, you know, and but from, to just introduce him solely as the only villain would be stupid. Yeah. In my, and, um, you know, so I mean, t- to me, you know, uh, it was just kind of like, you know, to me, I'm thinking more of Catwoman. Now, I know there's been some buzz online about it, but I'm thinking it, it, it could be logical because of the fact that Rachel Dawes is gone. Um, you know, he has no love interest at this point. 
Um, he can still be bitter by that, but he could be going after Catwoman. Obviously, it would be like a B storyline for Batman, not an A, because there would have to be another another one that yeah. that, that pushes that pushes it further. I don't want to just see him chasing some broad. Yeah, the whole movie. because be kind of lame. because um, you know, I I mean, I kind of like the whole you know idea of him meeting Selena Kyle. You know, just mm-hmm. throwing just throwing that out there. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little geek cred there. That's right. Um, you know. And, uh, and, and kind of go, and I've always been a, I've always been a, I've always had an appeal for those kind of characters, like, uh, Felicia Hardy for Spider-Man, you know, when she, mm-hmm. you know, where she was black hat and, and, uh, was into Spider-Man, but Spider-Man kind of had the same thing that Batman had where he was intrigued by her and hot as hell. Um, they always, and always, anytime they draw the, draw the black hat, oh my God. I know, like somebody was having fun with that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, but uh, you know, and but it's that you know, but they're they're bad. They're a bad person. Can you can you be with that? And they flip flop back and forth. Bad girls. Yeah, you know, you know it's we are attracting guys. Guys like those kind of bad girls. You know, not they they wouldn't be the girls that you know you take home and bring to mom, but you know you take home and bring to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you date bad girls and you marry yeah, a good girl. Yeah, that's true. You know, and, and also to, you know, Warner Brothers could use Nolan's help with the reason why I think also Catwoman 2 is story wise, I think it, it definitely needs help after what Halle Berry did to it. Ugh. And, uh, you know, Warner Brothers may want him to go that route because <laughs> that's a potential, uh, uh, that's a potential franchise there for them if they wanted to kind of. Yeah. yeah. They need to redo the Catwoman because Catwoman was a badass character. Oh yeah, and the, and the Halle Berry movie just ruined it. <laughs> I mean, uh, even what Tim Burton did to it was good. You know, with yeah. um, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, remember made those latex suits uh, popular for that that year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was cool though as the Catwoman. Yeah, she, I mean she she had that she had that dual personality. You know, mm-hmm. and you know she was always kind of like. Um, and she played it kind of psychotic, yeah. which was the way it was supposed to be. She yeah. was a little off. And that's always with, like, the, the Batman characters are always off like that. They're like... Ex- Batman's off. Yeah, <laughs> that's true, you know. But, uh, you know, like Michelle Pfeiffer, she would always be bumbly and kind of airheaded. But then when she was the Catwoman, she was just seductive and sexy as hell. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I better stop. I better stop that. <laughs> I better stop that conversation. <laughs> This week actually marked the 25th anniversary of Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. Not that it, when it was released, but it was released on the anniversary of when Marty returns to the future, October 26, 1985. That's right. Yeah. So the trilogy is now currently available on Blu-ray. And, um, of course, being a fan like I am, <laughs> I had to pick that shit up. He's not really a fan. Yeah, no, I, I just trying to act cool. Yeah, I, I just I bought it because I like Leo Thompson. That's all. Uh, That's actually a damn good movie. <laughs> back in the day, man. Uh, but um, so I I checked it out and decided to give it a uh, give it a a review, and um, I liked it. I thought it was a a a great box set. Uh, the picture and sound was amazing, crisp and done in one point eight five widescreen, so it filled up my whole screen. Yeah. Watching that. Um, the images were sharp with no grain, plus the sound was clean and immersed you in the environment. Um, so, uh, each film also comes with its own limited time digital copy. I've never been a, bit a fan of this. I always thought it was complete bullshit. 
but limited time. Yeah, being basically meaning you you'll have a certain amount of time to activate the um the digital copy. They did the same thing with Lord of the Rings, and I think that's complete bullshit because if you You're bought it, jump on your iTunes when you get home. If you bought it, it's yours. Uh, <laughs> it's loaded with special features, though. Um, they have a six part documentary about the making of the entire saga. So it 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 doesn't even it goes into how that they started searching for the they started making the film in 1981 and then it even goes through the effects of back to the future and how it impacted everyone else so it's a very it's very good and it's broken up on each disc pertaining to each film they you know they of course they have gallery art uh and all that stuff uh deleted scenes which are and outtakes so they have a gag reel in for each film which i thought was was it was fun they were also Comes with a free DeLorean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wish, man. Um, also, too, music videos. You get the music video for The Power of Love and Double Back. Uh, the one cool thing that they had on this one was um, the storyboard sequence for the original ending, which involved a nuclear test site, which they in, they mentioned in the in the documentary. But at the end, um, but one of the special features is a storyboard animation. Um, you can use watch it with or without commentary, but they back it up with the music from uh, from it, so it really sounds yeah, same thing they did on the Lord of the Rings uh, collector's edition or whatever, where they had some deleted scenes that were just storyboarded out. It's like watching a moving comic book, basically yeah, a motion comic, yeah. And so it, it it had a lot going for it. And if you are a true fan of the series like I am, uh, this needs to be part of your collection. Yeah, um, and it, I have I have it. Um, the DVD set that came out a while back. I think I'm gonna upgrade it though to yeah. the Blu-ray. I mean, it's it the the set itself is fifty bucks, but when you work it out, it's like sixteen bucks a film. So it's definitely it's definitely yeah. Impressive. And then with all the special features, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, I mean, get it I, now. I think it's the full the it, it it's everything you'd want. The damn good price for Blu-ray too. Yeah, yeah. definitely a good price for the Blu-ray. Um, also this week, I know I made a big deal about this, but I picked up a copy of the hardcover graphic novel, Superman Earth One. Yes. Written by, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, who wrote for Marvel, The Amazing Spider-Man and Thor, and, uh, he's currently writing for Superman and Wonder Woman. Uh, people may... He switched teams. Yeah. <laughs> he went the DC route. Uh, uh, also people out there, the name might seem familiar, uh, if you ever watched Babylon 5 or Jeremiah, those were his TV shows. Uh, artwork was done by Shane Davis, who also worked on Justice League of America, The Lightning Saga, and Superman, Batman, The Search for Kryptonite. Very much like The Search for Spock, I would say. Mm. But uh, it is essentially a modern retelling of Superman if he came to Earth today. He had just arrived in Metropolis and can be anything he wants to be. You know, make as much money as he can, delve in, it, del- it delves into his personal life and really kind of shows the devotion to his mom, Earth mom, I guess, wanting to make her happy. But the essence is that she wants him to be happy. And it, it's, right. it's really the story about him deciding to become what he wants to be. Because in the films and even in the other comics, it always seemed like that was how he was destined to be. He's just Superman. Yeah, like, yeah. he didn't have a choice. Yeah, this actually made it seem like the the and it, it's the natural i i think it's a human way to look at it because you think well would you if you had the hyper intelligence and the 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 speed and the ability cuz in the comic book he tries out for the uh the the community college football team or the college football team and he's a scientist and can be all this cool stuff and make buttloads of money 
But then at the same time, he, he looks and sees like the Daily Planet and sees all the corruption and all the, the violence yeah. and, and thinks, you know, would you use that for good or would you use it to just live a, a absolutely incredible life? And I know I would live the incredible life. Uh, you know, <laughs> screw everybody else. Yeah, I mean, they got there on their own. They can get their way out of it. <laughs> but yeah. I would do both because I'm the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, the artwork is really good. I like the artwork. The artwork really kind of looks similar to anything if you've seen on um, in the Marvel's Ultimate line. Uh, that was one of the things I did, I did mention on the website when, um, I, I posted this, posted this story was the fact that when you see it, it really is kind of the ultimate line when they retell everything based on modern, on modern society. It took them 10 years to get there, but, um, you know, it, it's, I, it, it's fine. It's nice that I was wondering when it was going to happen, when they were going to kind of get there, but I'm happy they went there. See it, and I, and I don't want to get too into the story because I don't want to blow your mind prematurely. You know, mm-hmm. I, I definitely don't want to do that. They so. have bills for that. Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna need to double bag it if you're gonna. <laughs> ah, wow. Um, uh, but I would recommend you pick this up, and if you know somebody that likes Superman, this would be a nice gift to get them. It yeah. the the for sixty plus pages, it's actually a very good read. It actually reads really quickly too. Um, yeah, the flow. I mean, it's not that it's devoid of content. It the flow is is very. It nice. It has a like, lot of content. It yeah, you don't notice that you're reading it because it's just really good. Like it transitions well. Yeah, and the way they work the flashbacks into the story actually works really well. It did yeah. almost seem like a movie in a lot of ways. Yeah, um, but it's only twenty bucks, and um, I picked it up at Collector's Paradise. Down here on uh, yeah. Sherman Way and Winneka in the Valley. Plug it up, plug it up. I love that place. Yeah, that's uh, that's the comic shop to yeah. be in the Valley, so man. That that um, I think it's definitely definitely a good thing. If you've read Luthor or Joker, those hardcover ones, it's in the same vein as yeah. Those. So if you've read those and you like those, this is definitely something to read. Or Red Sun, if you read Red Sun, which yeah. I know uh, Sapien hasn't read yet. Mm. Best freaking best. The only reason you read Joker was because I had it. All right, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And then I lost it yeah. in a car accident. <laughs> uh, so now I think it's time for a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll have douchebags and epicness for you. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, we'll be right back. This is Jack Jackson, and I approve this message. Wait, I think I approve it. <laughs> yeah, I approve it. Jack Jackson. Strong, powerful, a hit with the ladies, and incredibly well-endowed. Yeah, I definitely approve this one. Men want him, and ladies want to be like him. Wait, what? If you're not like Jack Jackson, you should simply kill yourself. Hey, now. Seriously, if you're not as handsome, confident, or strapping as Jack Jackson is, go ahead. Kill yourself. Okay, this might be getting a little bit out of control. Just pick up a gun and put it to your head. Doesn't even have to be a gun. Could be a sharp object. Dude! Scissors will work. Just place it over your heart and give one giant stab. You made your point. If Jack Jackson loses tomorrow, it'll be because of you. And why would you want to live in a world that doesn't have Jack Jackson running it? Oh my god, really? Paid for by Jack Jackson's committee to run this bitch. Who the hell writes this shit? Welcome back, everyone. Ooh. We've reached the... uh... We've reached the Kanye West portion of the show, otherwise known as the douchebag list. 
Ah. <laughs> it's true. If you're listening to us for the first time, one, where have you been? And two, this is the portion <laughs> of the show where, uh, we're just that cool. Yeah, we're that cool. Uh, two, uh, this is the portion of the show where Sapien and I select our own top three douchebags of the week. So I'll start. So right here I got from the, uh, the star. The newspaper of Cleveland County, North Carolina, which always has some of the douchiest people on the planet. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but they do. Uh, <laughs> the headline of this one is Domino's employees seen washing pizza oven parts in car wash. <laughs> uh, two Domino's, oh. em- two Domino's employees were spart- spotted, <laughs> spotted, spotted washing parts of a pizza oven at a Gastonia car wash. On Tuesday, the site outraged a Channel 9 viewer. Uh, My wife and I were absolutely disgusted, said the viewer who sent uh, their WSOC-TV Channel 9 photos he snapped at the car wash. Uh, There could have been been roadkill or insects or antifreeze on that ground. People at the car wash on on Thursday echoed this indignation when they saw the photos. It's not right, Pamela White said. Um, I know where I won't be getting food for a while. Uh, for a while. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> and, yeah, until until the memory slips from their mind. Yeah, that's unbelievable. There's something missing in their training, I would think. Well, Tom Tim McIntyre, the vice president of communication for Domino's, agreed, saying that the manager of the new Hope Road store made an error in judgment. Gee, you think? <laughs> When he sent the employees to the car wash, the company typically hires a crew to clean the oven components at the store. This is not part of our company standard policy for cleaning oven equipment. The only thing we expect to be cleaned in a car wash is, well, a car, McIntyre told in an, said in an email to Channel 9. Didn't even call him on the phone. He sent them an email. <laughs> uh, Doc Thompson, the environmental health supervisor for Gaston County's health department, had a different reaction to the photos. He said employees' actions posed no problem or hazards to consumers because the oven rack was placed on the ground, because the oven rack that was placed on the ground doesn't actually touch pizzas. Instead, pizzas are placed in a pan and then placed on the rack, he said, adding that the heat used to bake the food is hot enough to kill bacteria. Uh, so it doesn't <laughs> pose a threat for foodborne viruses, Thompson said. It doesn't matter. It's just so stupid to do that. Yeah. You want to hear the dick part about this? Channel 9 asked Domino's, what if anything happened to the employees in the photo? The company's only response was, you have our statement. Ah. (laughs) Face, man. What the? That's epic. That was. People are dumb. I was like, wow, really? (laughs) That's just, it's so stupid because you'd say, oh, it's because they're lazy, but people come and clean them. It's like they don't even have to do it. I know. It's so what is the issue? I have no idea because you look at that, you're just thinking, what in the hell? I think it's because our podcast is so popular now. It's like, let's try to make the douchebag of the week. That's what it is. <laughs> we want to hear ourselves on a podcast. <laughs> All right. So this next one comes from uh, uh, APnews.myway.com. Uh, Montana police. Uh, man calls cab to make robbery getaway. So, in Missoula, Montana, police say a Montana, uh, police in Montana, (laughs) 
say a man robbed a bank, then called a taxi to make his getaway, <laughs> tipping the driver $5 just before squad cars surrounded the cab. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's kind of badass. Yeah, I'm going to rob this bank right quick. I'm going to hit the taxi. Oh, my God. Taxi driver James Anderson told the Masulan the man was acting strangely when he picked him up at, Masu- at a Masula coffee shop. He said the man first asked him to take him to the University of Montana campus, but uh, couldn't give Anderson a specific location. The man then asked to be taken to a hotel, but not before stopping to buy cigarettes. <laughs> I just robbed the bank. I'm taking a taxi away. I'm going to stop for some smokes. Exactly. Quick. We'll go to a hotel. Well, wait a minute. We got to stop and get some get, get some smokes first. They're trying to romance the taxi driver. Seriously, dude. The cab fare was $7.50, and Anderson said the man tipped him 5 bucks as they arrived at the hotel. The uh, yeah. officer then pulled, <laughs> officers then pulled up and surrounded the taxi with guns drawn. Wait a minute, he just robbed a bank and he only tips five? I know, that's kind of a... Throw a, throw a Benjamin on it, dude, you know? <laughs> uh, At least. At least, yeah, I know. It's like, going, you know what, here's a Finsky. Go ahead and uh, get yourself <laughs> something nice. <laughs> Police allege the man earlier entered a downtown bank, told a teller he had a weapon and demanded money. No one was injured. Charges had not yet been filed and the man's name wasn't released. Wait a minute, earlier that day he robbed a bank and the driver picked him up from a coffee shop? So he's so he stopped some too. food first. Dude, dude, this guy was laid back. <laughs> this dude is should be your epic person of the week. <laughs> this dude is ultra. Ch- if he hadn't have gotten caught, that's a badass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but he got only because he got caught. Yeah, he got caught in a taxi. I mean, yeah. it's like, dude, you're gonna rob a bank? What was it? A spur of the moment thing? He probably took the he probably took the cops out to a show or something <laughs> like ultra chill. I mean, it's like you know, you think about it, you're thinking, well, wait a minute, um. I don't know. Am I going to rob a bank today? Uh, eh, well, how am I going to get out of here? I'll just call cab. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the first one. It's better than the ones that – see, this is better than the ones that normally get caught that try to wait for the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Those ones are always fun. All right. So this next story is my number one douchebag of the week. Now, the reason it's my number one <laughs> douchebag of the week is because there's more than one douchebag in this whole scenario. So double douchebagness. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, WFTV, and uh, it's a uh, it's a local uh, news affiliate out in Florida because we we try to expand our horizons here. Ooh. Yeah, um, cops salad dressing used by teen to in store holdup. <laughs> that just makes me. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> I know. Well, according to this, uh, Deland, Florida, a Deland High School student is facing robbery charges after allegedly holding up a convenience store armed with a bottle of salad dressing. Police said 16-year-old Larry Franklin struck one convenience store in South on South Woodland Boulevard before using his so-called weapon at another store on Florida Avenue in Deland, Florida on Friday. Surveillance video shows the teen walking behind the counter of the Friendly Way convenience store on South Florida Avenue and pointed the bottle of salad dressing at the store clerk. 
according to the police, when one of the clerks pulled out a gun, the teen quickly walked out from behind the counter. Uh, That's like a crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Uh, Police say the teen had already struck another store on South Wilden Boulevard earlier Friday and actually gotten away with some cash. Police say Franklin told them that he planned to use the stolen money to buy jewelry and drugs. Now, jewelry and drugs. Yeah. Um, one of the, the problems I have with the story is that he got away with it earlier. Maybe the guy that he got away with was like, no, not trans fats. <laughs> yeah, it was some, he was, he was a health nut. Like, no, no, not like that. Uh, it, it'll, it'll increase my body mass index. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who? This is where the multiple douchebags come in because, okay, first of all, who you have to be on drugs to assume that a bottle of salad dressing would be imposing? Yeah. <laughs> well, is it a family size? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even make those bottles out of glass anymore. They're, I know, they're like plastic. Bottle. And my favorite though is the dude that comes back with the gun. <laughs> He's like, mother. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's like, where do you think like, oh, well, you you think about the guy in the first robbery thinking, oh, well, the boss said if I ever get robbed, just give him the money. It's salad dressing. You could take one of those Slim Jims you have from behind the counter and start beating the crap out of him. He just doesn't even care. He's like, oh, yeah, take it, dude. Oh, my God. I don't even, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, those are, those are my douchebags of the week. Uh, Sapien, what, what are yours? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first one involved a teenager in an airport, a 19 year old man, <laughs> whom police in BC, which is, uh, what is it again? <laughs> British Columbia. Columbia. This is in Canada, friends. Uh, described as sobriety deprived, which I guess is what they call drunk people in Canada. Sobriety deprived. <laughs> Maybe the person who was just doing the interview is, a, is an idiot. A douchebag himself. <laughs> Climbed over a 10 foot high chain link fence topped with barbed wire to find himself on the tarmac of an airport runway Sunday morning. The man was found sitting in an airline-owned van on the tarmac of a Kelowna, if I pronounce it wrong, sorry, Canada, International Airport. It's Canada. They don't have uh, internet up there yet. There's no need for that. There's no, there's no need for that. <laughs> William Shatner came from Canada, dude. There's no need for that. All right. Anyway, I don't want. I don't want to piss off our neighbors. <laughs> Start a war, dude. I saw an episode of South Park. It ain't funny. All right. Um. Quoted an airport an, an airport employee who found the sobriety deprived man <laughs> enlisted the help of the airport fire crew who kept the belligerent suspect in the van until police arrived. Police said the man is charged with mischief. No, that was funny. In America, you're charged with criminal mischief. This right. one's just charged for mischief. mischief. <laughs> you're being very mis- mischievous today. <laughs> Theft and trespassing. He was released on a Promise to appear in court on November 29th. You're, you could be released on a promise? Wow. Canada? Like, Canada is the shit. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I promise I'll come to court. Okay, you crazy kid. <laughs> in America, they would already be halfway through the beating. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a douchebag because I, I, 
even with this aqua, I don't understand what. I don't care how sobriety deprived you are. You just climbed over a ten foot freaking chain link fence with barbed wire on top of it. You had a mission, my friend. <laughs> what was the mission? All right, moving moving right along. This next one. It's just an idiot. Um, if you go to CNN, you can probably find it. You can see a picture or video and all that. Tattoo lover inks his eyeballs. Oh, uh, yeah. Where does a tattoo enthusiast? Oh, this is on AOL News. I always forget to do this. <laughs> and um, the last one was on C News, which I'm, is like Canadian news. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, what does a tattoo enthusiast look? Where does a tattoo enthusiast <laughs> look when he runs out of skin? For Matt Gone, the answer was obvious. His name's Matt Gone, which kind of yeah, looks yeah. a little gone. I think gone, it kind of explains it all perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Gone, who estimates he has covered more than 98% of his body with ink, recently tattooed his own eyeballs. So not only did he get it, but he did it himself. <laughs> I never really knew this is a quote i never really knew how far i would ever go and tattooing my eyes is about as far as you can go he told fox 12 of course fox is <laughs> all over this the portland oregon resident that makes sense too like no offense i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say that and leave it like that portland oregon resident <laughs> started getting tattoos about 20 years ago to mask birth defects that left him with some undeveloped muscles so that's cool that's a legit reason to do it since then, he's adorned his body with elaborate images and a unique checkerboard design. By the way, this dude's tattooed head to toe. Like, he's, he's big, he's pretty much bicked his head. There's no hair. And he's got a checkerboard all over his face and head. But like you can play chess on this dude's but head. But at one point, do you sit there and go, hmm, my eye? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can find out what the point was. But his latest tattoos are certainly his most eye-catching. Oh. <laughs> Way to go, AOL News. <laughs> AOL News, always with the uh, the hard-hitting. Well, I, you know? I just peed a little bit. Quoted, <laughs> <laughs> I pick different colors because I like mu- mutations. <laughs> what? I pick different colors because I like mutations because I have birth defects. He that is a birth not. defect. <laughs> Ooh, injected blue skin into his uh, blue ink. I'm sorry, blue ink into his left eye, and blue and green ink into his right eye. What is he bullying? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not. I mean, if he had birth defects, that's fine. I'm not making fun of that. But that's your only your only way is to cause more attention to yourself. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I guess uh, I guess it's in some way his way of having control. Because having yeah. a birth defect, you don't have control. Why people at least says, I did this. I I look like a complete fag, but I did this, so now people can look at me because I did this to myself. Yeah. And then you, then you become truly sad. Yeah, then you become a douchebag of the week. <laughs> um, doctors say they don't like the looks of eye tattoos. <laughs> you don't need a doctor to tell you that. <laughs> Arguing they can lead to infection that could cause blindness or even the loss of an eye. Gone isn't the first person to get an eye tattoo, sadly. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And he says he carefully patch tested before doing the deed. I don't need, I don't want to know. Yeah. Look, look it up. <laughs> that's, that's quoted. <laughs> Though he's proud of his work, he doesn't want to see an others duplicate it. 
Don't worry, dude. I don't think anybody's going to be jumping on that bandwagon. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad I tattooed my eyes. I got lucky, but it's your risk, and I'm not going to help you, he said. What a douche. I know. Yeah, you don't even be a dick about it. I did this for me. This is my project, my body. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I added a nah. I was going to say, really? They smelled it out in there. Nah. Nah. All right. Um, my douchebag of the decade. Douchebag of the week. Doesn't have a fucking article for me to read. My douchebag of the week is George Lucas because he's a money grubbing whore. How do you seriously? How do you really? No, I'm telling you right now. I really feel this ridiculous with the 3D thing. Which first the Star Wars. I mean, if he did just the 3D, the Star Wars, the the latest ones, I really wouldn't mind because nobody really cares. But um. To the the original ones, they want to put that in 3D. Well, now you yeah. now you know. I mean, any movie that he's had any connection with Willow, that'll Howard the Duck. duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck in 3D. I would go see that. That would be a midnight showing. That beak sticking out at you. Yeah, that would be a midnight showing. Hey, when uh, Leah Thompson was crawling up on that bed, I wouldn't mind seeing that in 3D. <laughs> I want to throw that out. Um, yeah, Willow. Willow was a badass. That movie, was a badass movie. Val Kilmer like, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're going off track of how he's a failure. I don't like George Lucas because he's obviously just trying to grub money. 3D has its applications, but it doesn't need to be added to every freaking movie that's ever been created. I, what, what are we going to see, dude? What, what are we going to see? Are we, are we going to see silent films in 3D now? Is that what we're going to start seeing? Cocoon in 3D. <laughs> Cocoon <laughs> in 3D, right? I mean, it, to be uh, yeah, you know, I've 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 made my voice well known about 3D, and just th- th- that whole, it's like post conversion doesn't work. You know, they've tried that in certain movies, and it just doesn't work. There's no need for it. Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. That would actually be pretty funny. In 3D. That actually would be kind of funny. <laughs> But uh, look, three three D is cool for some things, but not for epic. I mean, leave them alone. Yeah. Now they're doing the Indiana Jones movies. The only time three D is going to be cool in the Indiana Jones movies is when you're running away from that freaking boulder that's rolling after him. <laughs> that's only because it's going to look like he's tripping over your dumb ass. <laughs> Other than that, it's not cool. But that's my that's my fail of the that's my douchebag of yeah. The, I, I I agree with you with that douchebag. Fuck him. <laughs> No man, why don't you share with us your epic person of the week? Yeah. Um just to give you a little behind the scenes of this whole thing, uh we originally started this section in the first podcast, we were supposed to balance out the three douchebags with three epic people. But when we started it, we were like, you know what? Shit, <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> yeah. So we decided to find the one person that symbolizes epic. Who stands for the test of times so, and glorious love of others' <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so here is my epic person of the week. Christopher Nolan. Yeah. And I will tell you why. Because Christopher Nolan convinced Warner Brothers not to push the 3D thing on the new Batman movie. After he... he in, in in a second article, he mentioned that the beauty and splendor of digital technology and IMAX um, is lost in three dimension. Uh, in the in the article, they actually had this high resolution picture of the Joker from The Dark Knight standing in the street, you know, with the city behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Epic, and um, you know, and also saying that uh, Inception would wouldn't have worked as well if it had gone to three D. 
So, and then, you know, and then he adds, you know, and then converting this to 3D would take away um, from the other two films. So basically saying it would be a cop-out. He still never quite says what he thinks of 3D. So I think he's saying it's not my place to say whether it's good or bad. It's not good for me. So, uh, Mr. Sapien, who is your epic person of the week? Always turns me on when you start calling me Mr. Um, <laughs> so my epic person isn't someone who is as famous, but, uh, I think, um, legendary, you know, and <laughs> dare I say a revolutionary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so at BlizzCon, a lot of you probably heard about this. BlizzCon every year has uh, a dance contest where they get up and they dance like the, um, World of Warcraft characters. Each race in World of Warcraft has a specific dance they do if you, uh, do the dance, like backslash dance. Um, so this young man <laughs> was doing the, uh, undead, male undead, which is basically rock out. Like they, they throw up the, the rocks with the hands, they just head bang and just hardcore jump around and stuff. Well, he rocked out a little too hard, fell on his ass and broke his leg. Now, <laughs> if I were to stop there, you'd be like, but Sapien, doesn't that belong on the douchebag list? And it would. <laughs> he gets carried off the stage. Okay. By uh, medical people. Um, this kid got an interview with G4. Um, with Attack of the Show, which is an awesome show. And uh, he tells he tells Kevin that. Kevin goes, well, what happened? He goes, well, backstage, a druid just came by and healed me up. Which, you know what? This dude was so nonchalant about it. And honestly, and then it makes you go back and think, like, why would he be epic? Because this dude was so about that damn dance that he fucking, he hurt himself <laughs> dancing on a stage. That's all he was doing was dance. He broke his leg. <laughs> epic person because he's a badass and he, he went, um, he went full <laughs> throttle hundred, he gave 110%. And if he didn't win that contest, that's a fail on Blizzard's count. Yeah. Moving the fuck on. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's time to mention the winner of last week's question. Each week we give uh, you guys plot points or plot words that would describe a particular movie, most likely a movie that either either one of us or both of us like. So here was the plot words for last week. Last week's plot words were Washington, D.C., Psychiatrist, Faith, Iraq, Addict. And the winner of last week's uh, question was Vander the Bear of uh, West uh, Westlake Village, California with The Exorcist. Congratulations, Bear. And uh, so uh, I believe you have this week's uh, question of the week. Okay. Listen. Pay attention. All right. I don't know why I'm being so hardcore about it. But. So the question of the week, uh, it can be five words, how it works, five words, you pick what that mo- what those words are describing, what movie. Yeah, you know what I'm doing. Um, so the words are computer, biker, shower, genie, and bra. Spice World? No. No. Not your favorite movie. Damn it. <laughs> Let me say those words again. Computer, biker. Shower, genie, and bra. And vibrator. Oh, (laughs) sorry, that's just me. (laughs) Although interesting, not part of the uh, (laughs) 
the little question. So, of course, email your um, your answers to thelazygeeks at gmail.com. First person to answer will be mentioned on the podcast because we're too broke for prizes. So that's pretty much what you get. Um, I mean, if you want prizes, I mean, I could probably find a used condom outside and then I'll send that to you. And uh, That's true. That is true. Somebody got a prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's not even right. <laughs> no, not at all. All right. Well, I uh, guess that pretty much uh, brings us to the close of the show. Just to let you all know, all the music on this podcast was done by the very talented Kevin McLeod. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter, the Lazy Geeks, one word, and uh, fan us up on Facebook. Also, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, you can find us on iTunes. We also uh, we also broadcast on uh, Podbean. So, and please comment us. Yeah. Um, that's the only way we're going to truly get popular. Is if you guys uh, comment us, let us know what you like, dislike, hate our guts, love us, want to have an intimate encounter with, um, want to have my baby. Um, or, or whatever's clever. Or that I'm looking for something a little more um, casual, you know. But if you, yeah. uh, I'm not. <laughs> uh, well, that just about does it for us. So make sure to comment uh, this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use: the good, the bad, the sexy, and the ridiculous. If you have any comments or ideas for future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at the aforementioned thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So until next week, peace out. Oh.